Oh, there we go. I finally got it to work. So I had to do my all my shifts and then immediately do their one of their shifts. Oof. So I was in Aspen from Thursday till Monday, worked um, 16 hours each day. It's still not a bad job, man. You're in Aspen. It was nice. It wasn't hot. Right. There's a fucking ghost in my house. Dude, hold hear, on. I did get to hear Chris Stapleton. Ghost and... in your house? Okay. Uh, Chris Stapleton, ghost. What? That, you know, I'm listening to conversations. So. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too bad. I got to see Chris Stapleton, um, Jimmy oh, Buffett. See. That's awesome. And Stevie Nicks, all in the, all, all in the same weekend. Oh, did you say Jimmy Buffett? Yep. We went Tennessee whiskey to Margaritaville. It was phenomenal. Hell yes. I was screaming out the side of the truck, wasting away again in Margaritaville. Everybody's yes. laughing at me. I was rocking. Oh, that was fantastic, man. And then Stevie Nicks. So that was awesome, too. Stevie Nicks. Stevie um, Nicks. Apparently, it's one of her very last concerts she's doing. Oh, Stevie Nicks, man! I would, uh, I would give anything to watch her sing. So, see, that was the impression I was under when I went to that Motley Crue one. That was supposed to be their last concert. Apparently, it's not. So, I'm a little pissed about that because now I have to go again. Well, Steve I mean, Nicks is like to, but... 70, man. So <laughs> that it, woman was an old lady, yeah, definitely. But That's she's fucking... so still beautiful. Like going to see Mick Jagger. <laughs> I want to, but I'm afraid he's gonna die. Oh, Mick Jagger, man. He's a skeleton. Yeah, he's like oh, 84 no. or something yeah. like that. Oh, geez. He's got skin hanging off of him. <laughs> I decided to skip the intro to the show because I wanted it to be a little more organic. Not right. being lazy, I'm just rather jump right into it than anything all right cool. uh, austin is definitely a well actually i don't know where austin stands on this topic but austin you're aware we're going to be talking about ufos and shit correct oh, yeah i read all about this freaking psycho okay. this psycho um couple <laughs> okay well did you read about the travis walton one too because we're going to talk yeah. about that as well okay so before we jump into that let's just kind of Okay, let's just, <laughs> let's just get into the first part of this. So basically, um, I'm a firm believer that we're not alone. And that's not because I've just seen shit, but it's also because of the fact that I am Christian. So I just, I don't find it possible that we're the only people here. And yes, I have seen shit too. Austin, just so the people know, where do you stand with this? I, there has to be life in the universe. I'm just not sold. It's this this perceived notion of like hyper intelligent life that has created like light travel and things like that there statistically there has to be life somewhere in the universe i'm not sold that it's that they've they've made contact can i ask you why Uh, i was seeing significant and substantial evidence that i just don't feel like if Maybe it's me projecting human uh, human emotion and human actions on um, other life forms. But if we were to roll up on a planet and be like, oh, there's some there's some other living things here that are stupider than us, we'd decimate that planet and take it over. 
All right. So the other side of that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we we are babies as far as the evolution, you know, of this planet is. I mean, but you think about it, um, the universe is so much more vast and so much older than us. So who's to say that a civilization out there hasn't come up with ways to transverse, you know, planets or universes or galaxies and have come upon us and was like, whoa, hey, let's watch these guys. Let's see what what's going on and see how they evolve and, you know. I will say this. I do find it kind of ironic that the government admits finally at a time where no one seems to give a shit that UFOs are real. They have been chasing them. They've known all about them, but nobody cares because of what's currently happening at that time. To me, that's a little sketchy. That's where I kind of, that's a part of why I do believe that we have made contact because I think that's the government's way of preparing us for the fact that they've, they already know about this. This isn't anything new. To well, them. they've, right, right. They admitted that there's, UFOs. They've investigated UFOs and all that stuff, but they also, which has not been reported heavily, that they've also admitted that they are in contact and have, you know, uh, alien bodies, you well, know, right. from Roswell There's... and all that. They've admitted yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No, they've. They admitted all that stuff. It's just the way they worded it was interesting, too. Like sure. when they said um, UFOs are very much real and we there are things that we're looking at that we actually don't know what they are because we didn't create them. That's enough for you to know right there. Like, yeah, obviously, that's it's no secret. I think the reason they never told us in the past is because, A, we weren't ready for it. And B, is probably because they didn't know what the hell it was either. That was still very new to them. Well, and also... Um... If you think about it, though, Orson Welles, War of the Worlds, uh, radio broadcast back oh, yeah. in the day, it caused panic. It caused uh, chaos. That's a crazy story. Yeah. And, um, you know, because of that, um, the government was like, you know what? You know, the people aren't, you know, ready to know the truth. Yeah. And that's been an ongoing thing. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's then. I think it still is something that people just aren't fully ready to brace themselves for well, i do believe think that, about it well go ahead well i do believe that if we actually knew and we saw something it might unite us we don't think that but i bet you it would because we're seeing something that we don't fully understand but we do understand each other really our only protection is each other when something like that appears because the thing is we don't really know like what they want with us my opinion is they probably don't want much with us because we're primitive. We're, we're really stupid too, man. Like yeah. they're way above us. They're beyond us. That's well, it, my opinion it, on it. Well, think about it. Um, uh, if you look up Reagan's uh, speech, uh, he was a State of the Union speech. Um, he actually mentioned. He goes, "Wouldn't it be fantastic if an alien race came? You know, it, you know, visited us. We as a people." would join as one oh, yeah. because we Absolutely. would not be alone in the universe and we would realize that yeah 
and that was that was something that reagan said back in the 80s right and so that tells me that the government knew something's going on and he was privy to it and so without actually saying hey you know we as a people we know you know there's we're not alone yeah you know well and look at the because you know he's the president he can't say that but you know, well, look at the was, examples from the stories that we're going to talk about, or about sure. abduction claims that, you know, for example, uh, we'll backtrack so everyone knows where we're at, but let's jump forward a little bit for the Travis Walton story. Right. Now, if you know a lot about that, you know that after the fact, while this guy's missing and his buddies are basically being investigated for murder, right? some men from the government show up, men in suits that are asking questions, looking for yep. shit. Why are they there if it's not a big deal? That's right. something that I was like, well, hold on. Why are they, why is the government involved? Yep. That's where it's like a little sketchy, but again, we'll, we'll get there. Um, I think let's talk about Betty and Barney Hill first. Cause that one's the very okay. first, it's not the first abduction claim. It's the most famously well-known. It's probably the first one that became, it was famous. actually the first one that was, you know, publicly. Yeah. The one that got yeah. the media and the attention. It's right. the one that most people know and there's been plenty of them, but this one's like the mother. Um, I tried doing a lot of research because I'm still reading the book. I saw a lot of documentaries. I saw interviews. The one thing I don't fully know a lot about yet is the star. Um, what's it called? The map of stars or whatever that Betty draws. Well, right. We'll yeah. have to get into that. I don't fully know that whole story, but well, it actually kind of maps out. It actually where they come from is yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was kind of scientifically doing. accurate. And right. there's no way she would have known that. Well, and wasn't it a teacher that broke that code too? Some uh, some teacher somewhere years later had figured it out that that was uh, scientifically accurate. Right. Okay, that's what it was. Because I was, I was reading like a brief summary on it. So Austin, you said that you did do a little bit of research on this couple. Yeah. Um <laughs> Let's, let's hear let's hear the negativity first like, I, pulled, I, I love how laid back he's like yeah yeah i pulled this up and the first thing, piece of um of information i got is a super horrible grainy video of some dude in his mom's basement and he's like this chick is full of crap she even got laughed off a of stage at a, the ufo convention she's well, like he's like aliens exist but this girl's doing it all for clout. I'm like, who is this person? And why is he in his basement with no lighting this close to his camera talking about? Well, here's here's the real question for everybody. Do you believe in hypnosis? Because both cases, the people were put under hypnosis. And in psychology, apparently there's there's a lot of proof that it works, but there's also some criticism towards it. I don't really know where I stand on it, but in both cases, it's been used and not just in alien abduction cases, but just like in general, people have been put under, as they call it, put under, and they can access a part of their brain for stuff that they don't recall that did happen. But again, there's criticisms for it too. So the biggest thing I pulled from this is that they get back, they're talking to the two of them separately. And the guy is like, yo, no, it was just an airplane. And then a few minutes later, he goes, no, 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 I lied. 
It was actually a UFO, and it made me want to grab my balls. <laughs> That's well, what I got from this whole situation. All right, so here's the thing about that. Um, you have to realize the time he was um, in which this too. happened. Right. You have to realize, you know, the time in which this happened. Um, a, they were a uh, uh, interracial couple, you know, right. white woman, black man. Um, and back in the day, uh, everybody looked down on that. Right. So they're not going to take their story for anything. Um, another thing, he was ex-military. He saw what he saw. She saw what the, she saw. And um, under hypnosis and also polygraph, they passed the polygraph. Yeah, that's something. They never, the they never story wavered so on their story. Weinstein. <laughs> Hold on, no. what the fuck? Oh, come on, man. No, but here's the thing too. Like, um, something that needs to be mentioned, and there is no debunking this. It was proven that. Neither person, when they were speaking to their therapist, wanted this story to go out. They didn't want any publicity. They never right. contacted anybody. Somehow, somewhere along the line, somebody found out about it, and they questioned the therapist, and that kind of raised a red flag. And then the story gets out. Right. They never actually contacted anybody, which is strange, because if it was for money, wouldn't they have done it right away? Well, right. Here's my here, here's what I think happened. I'm inclined to believe some of these things, and and we'll talk about the Travis Walton thing later, which I think is far more plausible the story. Um, my big issue with this is at the very beginning, what it's what it feels like. It's a man who is in a horrible, horrible relationship, gets out of that relationship, marries this woman, and this guy's kind of known as like it's this kind of docile guy. And he is on his honeymoon with his wife and his wife sees something and he goes, honey, I don't know about that. And she goes, no, I saw this. I know I saw this. I have dreams about it and wore him down so that he went along with her story. And, and what really drives it home for me is that I don't believe these two story is this woman has been alienated um, pun not necessarily intentionally alienated she has been um, cast out and ignored by the mass community of people who believe in aliens like these ufo squads like even they are like no this woman is crazy no yeah but they said uh -uh. that about travis nope. walton too though yep no i, I no they've actually tested her dress that she wore that night yeah the one and that there's trace yep there's trace amounts of radiation there's also um, where she, you know, stated that she was injected or uh, stuck by needles or whatever. There's holes where she actually said that she was stuck by. Yeah, there's injection um, marks according yeah. to the autopsy. And, and, and there's and, blood on her dress, actual and, blood on her dress. And, and finally, it, the biggest thing that is like, why would aliens go to Vermont? <laughs> Okay, now you're just being a smart ass. Like. The thing well, is, you know, why the aliens are here on. just to check us out. They want to see what we're about. They want to see yeah. what makes us tick. I, it, it, you know, in other words, I mean, we're a primitive planet, you know, in comparison to what they're, you know, <clears throat> where right. they are, right? My, my, thing, so my, why, my why, question is, why are aliens always seen in like rural Vermont or 
the middle of the desert in New Mexico. If you're an alien, look, I want to find out what these people are about. Why are they not seen in like Hollywood or Austin or uh, um, New York so, City? Or, well, they have been. They're just the the 1950s. 1950s. There was a swarm of freaking UFOs flying over the White House. Oh yeah, actually. Not to mention, not to mention the Phoenix Lights. Or do you remember the, about that? Or you remember the guy on the naval ship that he had the same experience? Said that the sky was raining, yeah. and uh, when they went to go look at the footage, it was mysteriously deleted. But the only way that could be done is with access that wasn't registered on their system. There's cases, I mean, there's uh, Washington there in 1950s, it was after World War II, and there was a swarm of, you know, the, UFOs over the White House. The Phoenix Lights was a pretty big one, too. I remember that Huge. specifically, because that was all over the news, because it yeah. wasn't one person, it was thousands of people. Thousands of people, and it it's wasn't just one once. night, it was two nights. Yeah, and it was... Wouldn't the government in that case have said like, yeah, that's airplanes or that's that's us, but they didn't do anything, well, the, much of anything. Yeah, the government was like, oh, yeah, we were setting off flares. I'm yeah. sorry, flares aren't going to hang in the sky, hang in the sky for, for minutes on end. Yeah, right. And not drift over the city. Right. So, I mean, is it possible that people do make up stories? Absolutely. But I, for me, the Betty and Barney Hill thing is hard to believe it's a hoax because of the fact that at that time, that's a pretty big gamble to assume that anyone would believe you you'd make thousands, if not millions off of it, which they didn't make any money off of this. Not like, not like they were actually embarrassed about it. She she has a self-published book and she has a movie that she she didn't make much from it though. She only made like a million of that. Well, the government tried to shut them down. Well, that's the thing that's weird too, is why is the government getting involved in that? It's the same thing with the Walton story. If it's if it's a, a hoax or if it's hooky to them, why are they why are they shutting it down? Why are they censoring them? That's what's kind of right. weird to me. And then the thing is too is like with the money, yeah, they made money, but it wasn't um, in comparison. I know these are two different things. I know, but in comparison, the real life George and Kathy Lutz that made the Amityville claim, they made millions more than Betty and Barney Hill did. Right. I still believe that house is haunted, but, you know. No, I, I do, too. It, I, I'm a firm believer. I don't think that, it was, you know, haunted to the extent. But the that the movie made it. Yeah. Right. No, that, that's the thing, too, because that's something I wanted to talk about with the Travis Walton story is I did see the movie Fire in the Sky. Um, I really wish I didn't just because. <laughs> Have you read the book? Yeah, I read the book and the read. That's why I didn't, wish I didn't see the movie, because as Travis Walton said in his own words, they thought his story was boring. So they changed the experience that he had. They made it all Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, they made it horrific, and that's not really how it went down for him. So right. I'm like, well, that that sucks. But here's the thing. It's not a bad movie. I actually think it's a very underrated movie. It's probably Robert Patrick's best performance, aside from Terminator. And I right. love how they focus on the, the dudes. I love how they focus on the town and how it's falling apart over these six. Well, right. in the movie, it's four guys. But in the real story there was seven of them six came yeah. back but yeah the the movie i really wish i wouldn't have seen just because they changed it but the book is incredible i love the book i mean he's been called a ufo hoax too just like betty and barney hill and you know i just realized we didn't even explain these to people that are listening if you've magically appeared on this episode and you don't know what we're talking about by the clickbait alone 
Betty and Barney Hill is the first ever famously told story about a UFO claim by an interracial couple in the 60s. They're traveling down a Howard's it's New Hampshire. It's a certain yeah, area. Yeah. Old control. Yeah. Old and, road. Yeah. And Betty's the one that notices a flying saucer. Tells Barney, the husband, he's kind of downplaying it because he, for one, he's not really into that idea. He doesn't want to tickle the idea of UFOs. He's an ex-military guy. So that's out the window until he sees something. When they go into like an actual chase, they take off and they make it home, realizing they can't recount the last two hours of their life. They go under, and that's where we have this. This is after pulling a gun on the UFO, by the way. Yeah, I. Which is the most badass thing of the whole story. Right. Gets out, it's like, you want to fight me and my wife? I got a 45. (laughs) And then (laughs) I got a 45. Let's go. I mean, who doesn't have a gun in their glove box, right? And then the Travis Walton story to summarize it for everybody. it's 75 i believe 1975 a group of loggers are finishing up a contract they got to clear out a clear out a certain area in what's called snowflake arizona uh basically what they say is they encounter a ufo that's currently hovering in the air our our main character of the story or the claims travis walton gets out of the truck that they're all in he goes over to it it actually knocks him over the rest of the guys freak out and they fucking got it. They take off the driver, which happens to be Travis's real life best friend at the time says, we need to go back and get him. They go back. He is gone. They all agree what they saw. They're not really with the idea of telling people, but they know they have to say something. And to them, that's, that's what they saw. That's their truth. I, I'm a believer that it's the truth, but, Again, where they're coming from, it's a world of difference because, again, you don't just know this shit until you experience it. So they're going into right. a town. Unless you're there, you don't know the whole truth. Right. And so they got to tell cops, they got to tell these people everything. And it becomes quickly apparent that they're now being investigated for murder. They have to prove their innocence. The, you know, their main guy, uh, Travis, he's gone for five days. When they find him, he's disoriented, he's dehydrated, he's sick. His uh, body's actually eating itself because he had no food in his system. And we'll we'll get into details and all that, but basically he claims that he would have been picked up by the ship and, you know, he woke up on this flying saucer, if you will. No idea where he was. Uh, He did see a group of what they call greys, which is what Betty and Barney Hill claim to have seen as well. Uh, He's able to chase him off because he's terrified and he's actually roaming around the ship. He runs into what he can only describe as a person, a tall person, which that's also another form of alien being. Uh, I can't remember the exact name, but there is uh, a good example would be the movie Prometheus. If anyone's ever seen Prometheus, they use the idea of a human being as the original alien, which is what this story is supposed to be. The person he runs into takes the form of a human or whatever. He doesn't really go into it. Well, you, you think about them. it, it's uh, the greys. Um, the greys generally are little, maybe five foot. They're like the grunts, the some, creation but of But then the, their their leader usually is the taller. Yeah, the taller. One, so six foot, seven foot. Right. Right. So they, they take him and they lead him off of the ship. And he's actually in what can only be described as a cargo. Where he's, it's, he thinks he's in a building, like a space cargo. And 
when he realizes what's about to happen, they put him on a metal slab and with like a force that he's never experienced, they overpower him and that's it. He doesn't remember anything else. Tells his story, which pretty much aligns with what the other six had claimed had gone down. They did take polygraph tests. So all, well, all seven of them did actually, because Travis also took one when he came back. But that being said, all seven took one. Six passed, one failed. The one that failed, it was because it was inconclusive. He was the guy that had had an altercation with Travis that day before the event. So he immediately was under the impression that he was going to be investigated for murder. He thought that they were going to throw him under the bus. He flips the fuck out during the test. He rips everything off and he walks out. That's inconclusive by definition. That's a failed test. But everyone else, all six, pass with flying colors, by the way. Like the guy that gives the test is famously known for saying, I don't believe in any of that shit. I give this test. What I see is that they're telling the truth. What they saw was real. If that doesn't freak you out enough, because that's kind of what won me over. I was like, damn, dude, those things are you hear stories about how they're easy to fake. They're really not. They're really, they're really not. You have to be a professional. And none of these guys were. They were contractors. Travis Walton had no survival experience of any kind, so there's no way he survived in the woods for five days on his own. Not to mention they found out he did not have food in his system or water. And nobody lodged him because they did a search of that area. There's no house within, like, I can't remember what the radius was, but they were doing a thing, and they are like, yeah, there's nobody in the area. So that's weird, too. Where the hell did he end up if it was fake? And how does a human being manage to survive like that? I have three main questions. Okay. okay. The first problem is this is a logger. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie, yes. he does look funky, but dude looks like the guy who does my taxes. Well, think about it. I mean, this he's was 70. Yeah, he's 70 something. So back in the day when this all happened, he was he in was his twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I saw this but... is the first thing that popped up when I looked him up and said well, here's what's weird, too. I don't know if anyone <laughs> right, had seen So find this. the picture of him when he, there was a picture t- taken <clears throat> of him as a logger. Oh, yeah. Great question. Let's find that. That's it's how so, horror. How how badly did this man age? Well, if you go to TravisWalton.com, his own website, yeah. he has a picture up there. He has a picture of everybody, actually, that was involved. Yep. I mean, this, guy has, this the man has not changed the story since the incident happened the well, man none of them have never, until the man never did not have a top tier mustache that's for sure well none of them ever changed their story up until last year his best friend the a man by the name of mike rogers his story always stayed the same until last year he made um really surprising claims about travis owing him money at the time but Here's what people don't understand about his claim is pretty close to a Hitler haircut here, though. Oh, come on now. (laughs) But it could be rooted in the fact that um, Travis did make a little money off of the movie and off of his own book, which was his own effort. Of course, but you think about it. I mean, I mean, it's his book. You experience something like that. You write a book. um, You know, people are ridiculing you. Yeah. You know, throughout your life. You're going to write a book just to kind of get everything documented. You know, yeah, they're going to, 
he of course he's going to make money. Yeah, and he's he's been questioned by uh, there's a famous guy that's known for uh, accusing people of pulling what you'd call UFO hoax. You know, he's I can't remember his damn name, but he actually had Travis Walton on his show, and they got into like a a verbal assault, if you will. But of course, <laughs> it's going to happen. I mean, I don't think he ever came out of this thinking, oh, people will just believe me. I mean, and that's another, that's again, that's another gamble to take here, especially all of them. Cause there's a, there's a theory that all of them were in on this idea, but none of them made money except for Travis. And he didn't make well, that I, much money either. I have to, you know, I'm sorry. I, you know, in my hardest time in my life, I'm never going to think that, Hey, I'm going to make up a story that I was abducted by aliens and I'll potentially um, get a whole, and I'm going to go out there. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm going to go out there and say, <clears throat> Hey, I was abducted by aliens. You know, it, it, no one's that stupid. Right. Well, not well, to mention, I, I, I get that argument, but also argue. No, I know if it like, I'm going to have my son, hide in my attic and say he got lifted off by a hot air balloon and carried across <laughs> the country. <laughs> right. But that's just flat out stupidity. I mean, come on now. And well, not, they and couldn't I, find him. They searched all over the mountains. No, they even searched homes. Yeah. Right. I, I am far more um, inclined to believe this story than I am the first one. Oh, Betty um, and Barney Hill. Well, yeah. All right, I can so understand. What, what's your what, what's your issue with Betty and Barney Hill? The issue of sleep deprivation, the his life before he married her, that all the friends and family the talked amnesia about he claim very, or something like that. that. He was very um, docile to her. How he initially um, opposed the story and then came around to the story, got wore down by his wife and. And uh, but, it, it it feels it if there's a lot more holes poked in that story than there is this one. No, I, I get that, but you know the thing is, you know, regardless of their personal lives, you know, other than aliens, who's to say you know it didn't happen? I mean, no one else was there. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying it didn't happen. Not I I, I don't know that it didn't happen, but. I'm saying that this Travis Walton story is far more plausible to me than the other one. The other okay. one also has, there was this stuff on my dress, but it blew away when I washed my dress. There were these markings on my car that magically disappeared. There was, this story has, this happened. We don't know where this dude is. And then he magically shows up in the middle of nowhere and no one could track anything. Everything they say happened is, 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 um, to at least a reasonable doubt well but except for betty's dress you know her dress that is still exists and is being held by her daughter um has trace amounts of radiation still to this day they found radiation too at the site where walton had a uh, last been seen by the crew high levels to this day actually because there was a an episode on at discovery least. go recently about a year old this guy went out there to test some of the bark and stuff like that, and he found high levels of radiation that it's been proven has existed since that time frame, or at least up to that amount of time. So he's like, yeah, absolutely, this could have been a hot spot, or this could have been where you know something had happened nuclear, beforehand. The aliens using nuclear power, so we know they're not Democrats. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Here's one thing that's always been really weird to me, though, is that everyone's story is always, um, it always aligns the same. So you, every story you hear or, you know, claim, sorry, it's a pancake flat. It's a disc shape. There's windows. It almost, everybody's story is almost always the same, including the grays or the um, Nordic. That's what it is. The Nordic looking aliens. They they all are the same. They almost never change. Actually, there's a insectoid um, civilization that you know they look like praying mantis. I've heard that too. Yeah, I've looked up. Yeah, there's... but they're they're more brutal. They actually do harm to humans. But you know, this is a little off topic. But I got to ask you, Joe. Did you ever see the movie The Fourth Kind? Yes. What do you think of that movie? Eh. I liked it as a horror film, but not like it was. It was more like a Blair Witch. Yeah, it, well, it, it's definitely not real too. It's been debunked because yeah, they were able to prove that. Well, that was it, a work no, of it was it was totally it was totally fictitious. But yeah, um, yeah, it was very Blair Witch, and I, I you know I watched it just out of curiosity, and I was like, all right, you know, you have footage, yeah, plus the acting part of it, and. You know, it's, you know, I don't know. I, I thought it was poorly put together. It's, yeah, it's definitely like just, it's really meant to just be a horror film and the way they marketed it was pretty clever. But the sure. reason I ask is because they went off of this idea that there's a, a lot of people that claim that when they're abducted, they're probed or experimented on. And yeah, I don't buy that. Right, because ironically, Travis Walton said, has always said, and he's never changed this, he believes that he wasn't chosen for anything that he happened to stumble on it. And he saw something he wasn't supposed to see. It was all by accident. Yeah, yep. And this is why this exact reason is why I'm more inclined to believe it than uh, some of these, because the, the big thing that I hear from all these UFO people is they're here to watch and study. They're not here to like destroy us. Right. And right. so someone who says like, I was walking through the woods. I saw this thing. I was interested. I got up. I got too close. Then I got sucked up. The jams up in my ass. Like, Yay, yo, get out of here and kick me out. Because that happened. That We do that all the time. We're like, hey, we're going to go check this bear out. And the bear goes, what the hell is that? And yeah, it gets a little, it little too out. close. And we're like, hey, yo, get out of here. Well, it can, out. We I do believe like, that, yeah. We're getting in the helicopter. We're chasing the grizzly bear to see what he's like in the woods. No, I believe that for sure because I just, I don't buy that they're out here zipping around the galaxy just to stick shit up people's asses. Well, the thing is, you know, the thing is, you know, if they wanted to destroy us or whatever, they could have done that. They could have done that millions of years ago or thousands of years ago they're probably just fascinated no, by us yeah i mean the thing is they're the actually <laughs> well, they're they're researching us because you know maybe we're a sign of you know their past and they're <clears> trying to you know watch us to see how maybe they evolved oh yeah and they're way ahead of us I, I think if it's true i think what it is they're studying us the way we study penguins there's a, movie, there's a movie somewhere on a somewhere planet. It was like the humans walk in a row down New York City and they see a, a, what they call a McDonald's to get a, a cheeseburger, which well, is no, a delectable well, treat. Also, you got to think about it. Um, you know, our television, our movies and all that stuff is being broadcasted 
you know, signals are going everywhere. We don't, we don't, uh, you know, block that shit from going to space, right? So it, it's drifting out there. I mean, could you they, imagine a fleet of aliens watching an old uh, McDonald's commercial? Well, think about Grimace, it. And then getting to the where the grimace is at. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Galaxy Quest? Absolutely, yeah. So that's you know that's actually you know my point. You know uh, the signals are out there, so we don't know how far radio signals or whatever our broadcast can go, because you know we're not saying our we're not pinpointing. All right, you know our signals are only going to be on Earth. It's going everywhere. Well, and the biggest shred of evidence too is millions, if not like millions upon millions of videos of things flying in the air that are clearly not airplanes because they're flying in odd directions. They're very much not any form of government aircraft, but all we can draw them down is to his little specks in the, in the air. Sure. Well, There's... not to mention that, uh, you know, Voyager, we sent Voyager out there to, you know, uh, check out our yeah. solar system and beyond. Right. Right. But on Voyager, we have the golden record. Okay. <clears throat> which has our biological, you know, uh, symbols. Yeah. Um, you know, what our bodies look like and whatnot. Um, all those, all those Catholics are all pissed off because we put porn in space. (laughs) (laughs) You know, porn in space, man, come on, let the aliens have their good time. Right. Um, but you know, we have all this information floating out there, you know, and if there's a civilization out, civilization out there that, wants to learn more about us if they pick up that up they have everything they need to know about us at that point right. in time well we have um, and we have and you know i believe that they're visiting us purely out, out of curiosity yeah that's kind of where i'm at with it because i was watching the the show unidentified with tom DeLong and his little minion crew oh i didn't like it because i was like this is really dramatic it's got some interesting cases, but it's super dramatic. And the way they oh, play sure. it out is, oh yeah. If we don't do something about this, who will? I don't oh, think there's God. anything we could do about it at this point because we're like I, you know, we're way behind them. If they are showing up in the 1800s and probably before that, because look at ancient aliens is bullshit. But look at <laughs> the actual evidence, the hieroglyphics, like the real paintings in museums, the real like the actual shit, and you see men in the clouds like this is what they drew yeah that's weird to me but if they were able to come back at that point with that technology they're beyond us we're still behind like probably millions of years so it's a little weird to me that there's a show with a dude who left a famous rock band to start a crew of basically disgruntled government employees sure to say that we need to get this technology before our enemy does i mean I like I said, I really believe that we've gotten our hands on that technology at some point because oh well, look at it like this. How did we go from the dawn of the internet, you know, a brick phone, flip phone, smartphone, in less than like 30 years? That's pretty quick. Yeah, the past fair. you know, 30 years to now. Um, you think about it, uh yeah, exactly what you said. I mean, flip phones to, to iPhone, to be, we have a computer yeah, it's in too our freaking fast. pocket be, that's more powerful than what we had on the space shuttle. To be fair, technology has always uh, gone exponentially. That's my point, though. It goes too fast. From the Bronze Age to the the Stone Age 
to the Bronze Age, we went through like six metallurgy phases. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, so but even you before also computers, think, our technology was exponentially growing. You have to think about it, man. In the past 30 years, that's a pretty big jump. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, of we didn't go from the Bronze fast. Age to, you know, we didn't it's go to Middle Age, Bronze Age and stuff. It was quick. It was fast. I mean, we had a, you know, reverse engineer something in order to get to where we are today. Yeah, we so, got a hold of something. So one of my big questions, I've always wanted to ask someone, um, why do people believe that the pyramids of Giza were built by aliens, but the pyramids in Mexico were or were not actually no they say that the pyramids in mexico were built by aliens as well because they have hieroglyphs and right all, I, you know cave drawings of aliens as well you know i believe that the aztecs and incas and all that were visited and mm-hmm. were probably given a gift which was Egyptians the ability well. yeah which was the ability to build those things that's where I believe the whole uh, alien race comes into play is that they did visit these tribes and they did gift them with the ability or at least some form of what we're talking about now, technology, right. to build those. Be a fly on the wall during that council meeting where they're like, who should we give this to? The Sumerians, the, the uh, Huns, the, the Egyptians? Yeah, they don't got nothing but a river. Have you seen the, well, you know what? it's kind of sad that i'm using this as an example but did you guys ever see the south park episode about the alien that's a robber he stole money from another civilization and he comes down to south park and he leaves it and takes off and then his own race of like police officers show up and they start questioning everybody and they're like (laughs) did you guys see a man by the name of baby farks mcgee's axe and they're like no and they use that money that he left them and they buy all this useless shit and basically it, they come to find out these two come back like hey there is no baby farks mcgee's at he's one of our dudes we were testing you that money's worth nothing you guys are really worthless we're leaving <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like as we're just being watched just to for curiosity they're curious what we're like and i mean they've got plenty of research but we're also advancing too so there's probably more to the story i mean i I don't believe they're here to take over. Yeah, I can hear it now. Alien. Well, if they were, they would have done it already. Yeah, because they have I, that technology. I, I can hear it now. Alien Morgan Freeman. This is an adult male. Alien. Watch as he wears <laughs> watch as he wears a dress and a wig to pretend to be a woman. <laughs> Interestingly enough, there is not a movie on Betty and Barney Hill's incident. There's documentaries nope. and all this shit but there's no movie there's a movie for travis walton there's even a movie for i can't remember his name i'll have to look up the name of the movie but it's based on a book that uh was turned into a movie christopher walken played the character it's he's a family man him and his family go to a remote cabin they're visited by an alien race and it fucks with them the days after i can't remember his name phenomenon or something like that but it's also another famous story that Again, got a movie. I I challenge you guys to watch. Um, if look it up, um, I believe it's on Amazon Prime, or you know, Vudu. I have it on Vudu, but it's called Unacknowledged. I think I've. It's by Doctor Stephen Greer. 
Okay. Knowledge. Let me look this up. Yep. Check it out. Wonder how much is it on Voodoo? Because I got a Voodoo. Uh, it, it's not much. So I use Voodoo for everything. So I'm probably just going to buy it. Yep. It. I have unacknowledged and uh, hang on. There's a other documentary. I'm trying to find it here. I have it on Voodoo. I have 652 movies on Voodoo. So that's about where I'm. Yeah, I use it. Bear for with me. Everything. I do uh, firmly believe that Ancient Aliens is bullshit, but it is a very good show. Uh, I do like that weird guy with the freaking crazy hair. The but... Albert Einstein hair. Yeah, he's always yeah. That's why I like it. To me, it's just a form of entertainment. It's just like a. Go ahead, Austin. I was looking up like a bunch of like alien like movies about aliens and stuff, and I came across a list of like ten Cloverfield Lane, which is my favorite of all time. Oh, that's a good one. I got a cool little um a little thing. Did you know the first ever um the film's first um title reveal? Get take a guess at what movie it was after. What? Thirteen hours. The secret soldiers have been gone. What the fuck? That's the most random. <clears throat> I do know this. So for years they wanted to make Horrible a sequel to Cloverfield, but they for some reason just wouldn't do it. And then the guy that wrote Ten Cloverfield Lane wrote it as just a separate movie called The Cellar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they they found it and they turned it into a Cloverfield movie, just like they did with um. It's so good. No, it's really good. Like the third one's shitty. Don't watch it, but it's. I love it, man. I'm I'm a little biased. So I like the first one more, but Ten Cloverfield Lane is fucking awesome, man. It's John Goodman. That's enough right there, man. What a weird movie too, man. Like I always see him as the family man. I think of him from Roseanne and all that shit, and then he's in this movie and he's a psychopath. That's a crazy fucking movie. There's yeah, a... I think of John Good, but I just think of him in handcuffs <laughs> with a chicken leg in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a movie a lot of people haven't seen that's also very good it's by kevin smith it's called red state it's love a, that movie it's a yeah it's, it's like a semi-horror film but not really it's really kind of a parody on the westboro baptist church yep it's fucking awesome though it's such a good movie i can't believe that it's uh not recognized and it got shit on very much as well it got compared to his other movie, Tusk, and I was like, well, okay, look, Tusk is a weird one. I still enjoyed it, but Red State was great. It just didn't get proper marketing, in my opinion. It's a good fucking movie. Um, there is there is one movie, like, when it comes to aliens, dude, I also like to, uh, I love to look into fiction a lot. You know, like, one of my favorite alien films is Aliens, uh, The Thing. The John Carpenter version, that's a fucking awesome movie. Independence Day is a good one. I'm all over with science science fiction, but I've always... A weird part of me is just always believe in aliens. I don't know why. And it didn't take seeing shit. It just took um, really thinking about it. You know, like, damn, there's just no way we're the only ones here. Not to mention the fact that we have all this technology that now tells us there are other planets out there. Planets we haven't even reached yet, but we know they're there. We know they they exist. Right. And then they find, uh, what was it? Like, it's uh, the remains of what could have been like insects on Mars or some shit like that. 
You remember that footage? They were like, oh, look, we found like what was possibly a fossil. Right. And that's weird to me because I'm like, wait, why are there bugs on there? If, that, if there's bugs, that means something else. There could have been animals or it could have been humans. Well, what we would think is humans because I do believe that there are uh, not just the Nordic version of aliens, but I do believe there are aliens, if you will, that look just like us. I mean, here's where I'm going to get a little weird. I also believe in alternate like universes and dimensions and shit. I do believe in that stuff. I 100% believe there's another universe of us out there. But that's a topic for another time. Yeah, there's an Austin that's skinny. There could be, dude, just like there is a Beavis that scored. Like, <laughs> there's, a, there's an ugly Austin. That's horrendous. Austin, dude, you got to watch that. Beavis if I had to do the university. We'll have to do a watch along to that, too. It's so fucking hilarious. Fire, <laughs> uh, dude! Like the show is funny and all, but yeah, the movie is uh, like good. you guys are being stupid and stuff. Uh. <laughs> Did you watch those yet, Joe? The new ones? Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god! Watch the new episodes. Yeah, every Thursday. The movie's awesome. good too. I love them. I mean, I think the reason I love them so much is because they don't change. Everything around them does. The events do, and the drawings of everyone else, but they never change. And neither yep. do the jokes, which is great. But uh. <laughs> What were we talking about before I got off track? Um, yeah, we're kind of going off on a tangent. Well, it? that's kind of what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I get a little disorganized. Um, oh, yeah. So we were talking about how uh, we have all this evidence and technology that tells us that there's planets out there and moons that we've never reached, but we know that they exist. That has to tell you something. Not to mention that we're finding out more and more every day. Well, not to mention uh, the the whole Webb telescope. Yeah. It, it took pictures of exoplanets. Right. So, I mean, there's planets out there. And for us to think that we're the only planet that has life is ridiculous. It is. It's a little uh, cocky, if you ask me, too. There's no way it's just us. I mean, we're not that special. No, it, it can't be. <clears throat> I mean, even if there is... I was just telling Austin, like, even if there is another human race out there somewhere, they're probably, there's something. I mean, if you don't believe in aliens, you got to believe in the idea that there is another version of us out there. I've, I've always believed in aliens, alien races. It's, it's just something I've never been able to shake. And it does stem from, you know, watching movies as a kid, but it also comes from the idea that I'm just like, yeah, there's there's no way it's just us. But, you know... You get called a uh, crazy and all this now, but I think it is becoming a little more common now. Now that yeah. the government admitted statistically, that... statistically, there is no way we are the only planet that carries life. Right. The, well, absolutely. I mean, mathematically, it's impossible. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, I was just telling Austin this. Do you remember the footage they took of what? what they were saying was a possible fossil of an insect on Mars. Mm-hmm. And what you, when you look at it, it's very clearly an insect of some sort. Well, and I have to tell you that, you know, I, I feel that life started on Mars and somehow we screwed it up. You know, not us, but say our ancestors screwed it up yeah. and we ended up here. I mean, it's we, you know, they possible. see, yeah, they seeded earth and, here we are. Right. 
And like I do, I mean, look at it like this too. How come, how come we're unable to get to these planets? We do have all this technology, but we can't get to these planets and we just can't see what's on them. They're, it's a little weird. There's got to be something there. Right. I mean, is it, is it a little funky that we have pictures of them, but that's about it? Or that we've picked up rocks? <laughs> you know, that's a little useless in my opinion, but we're getting there right. slowly. I've always had this weird obsession with uh, uh, Jupiter. I think it's because it's, you know, it being a gas planet, we don't know what it looks like on the inside. Not fully. What we have is an idea, a concept. Well, Same thing with aliens. Yeah, the pressure alone. I mean, uh, there's no way anybody would be able to visit that planet and survive. Yeah, it's just one big storm, basically. But right. I think that's what makes it interesting. I mean, look at when it was discovered. Long fucking time ago. Sure. They didn't even have... I mean, look at their shower system. It's completely different. Yep. And there's evidence of them seeing there's shit. There's a pooping next to each other using the same sponge to wipe their butt. But there's evidence of them seeing stuff too. That's what's weird. Not just finding planets, but there are stories of encounters that date all the way back to those times. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe those could be debunked, but I mean, it just carries down and down. It's just, it's uh, there's so much of it. Now, do I believe that, yeah, people could definitely make some shit up? Of course. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember this, but about 10 years ago, the news, especially Nine News, they played this clip because they thought it was hilarious. Some uh, nerdy ass college kid somewhere, he took a like a he took a spaceship from a movie and copy and pasted it onto a still of him filming out in his backyard, and basically it looked like there were really aliens coming to invade, and it got millions <laughs> of views on YouTube. Dude, people were scared as shit. Until one person famously was like, hey, that's that spaceship from Independence Day. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's bullshit. And I know where that's at, dude. He's in Phoenix. But like, it was such a big deal. I was like, is that a circle? That's the circle K my uncle Raj works at. Well, like, there's a point where you see it turning and he's like, wait a minute. That's where Will Smith shot it down. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and then, then of course the kid was like, yeah, of course it's fake. But he you know put it on youtube and people bought it it scared the shit out of a ton of people a whole community and different news channels are showing it nine news was one of them but they announced right away like this is a a fake video that actually caused some panic people were freaking the fuck out when they saw it goes back to hg wells well and this is why we're not we're never going to have complete disclosure from the government um you know they know it's real we know it's real, right? Um, but we're never going to get acknowledgement except for the fact that, you know, we wouldn't have what we have right now if it wasn't for the Nimitz, um, the USS Nimitz uh, Tic Tac videos right. that were leaked and, you know, justified. Oh, yeah. um, you know, the government would the government would never have come out and said, hey, yes, UFOs are out there. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, uh, yes, you have the evidence right now, but we're not going to get the full truth. I mean, they know more. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's their way of. It's just like, and I've had this conversation with Austin. He probably thinks I'm crazy, but the whole space force thing, to me, that is a way for them to tell us, "Hey, this is already a thing." 
Exactly. It's already exactly. a thing. We've had exactly. it. Exactly. It's new to but, you, but it's not new to us. Well, think about it. I mean, Space Force <clears throat> was a thing in the 80s when Reagan came out with the Star Wars program. Right. So this is just another step in that whole progression, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I knew back in the day that, you know, Reagan was like, you know, there's, you know, aliens. We need to start the Star Wars program and, you know, uh, protect our planet. And even in his speeches, we're like, you know, it'd be, you know, if an alien civilization came to visit, we would become one as a, you know, people. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the problems here, not that big of a deal. Not in comparison. Yeah, exactly. But no, they'll never tell us because, I mean, it goes, you don't even need it for, excuse me, you don't even need it for confirmation of UFOs. Look at anything the government has has its hands in. We'll never get the full truth. It's all monetary. Yeah. And even if we get something, it's really just a slip. It's a small, yeah. (laughs) Here's my question, though. Okay, the old never let a uh, never let a crisis go to waste. Why does our government not have? Why do the like super government hounds not have incentive to be like the aliens are out there? Now we need to take uh, this freedom and this freedom to protect you from the the aliens. That is a good question. Actually, you got me stunned with that one. Give me a second, because it feels like. That would be prime incentive for Joe right. Biden to get out there and be like, you know, we got the dang nabbing, uh, the, the, you know, the, the guys. Thing, the thing. Hey, from, you from, kind of from, sound from, like from, Bill Cosby right there. From the sky. <laughs> All right. But uh, the thing is, uh, the reason is, is because, you know, if they had captured a, the space, you know, or a, a flying saucer or whatever, they're going to reverse engineer it and make it, um, you know, uh, make it to serve their purpose, really. Right. It, it, they're going to, you know, create technology to make that money. So it, it's, you know, they're not going to tell us that any, you know, this, you know, alien race is coming to visit us or whatever, because, you know, it's all about, um, you know, what's going to fill their wallets right now. Well, right. Why would they tell us that either? They don't even want to tell us when our taxes will come at an appropriate time. Why would they tell us? Yeah, you know, um, this is what we've done. This is why we haven't told you. Because, the you know, our government's never honest with us anyway. So, I mean. No. But I do see where Austin's coming from. Yes, because that does make total sense. But at the same time, wouldn't they rather keep it hush-hush? I mean, that's a lot for us to take on as a society. I mean, I always thought that the government would never admit to anything because I was always a firm believer that as a people, we're not ready for that realization. You know, I think we as a people are ready. Well, at this point we are. I mean, look at all the videos. It's kind of, you meet more people now that believe. Right. Than you would have 20, 30 years ago. This isn't the H.G. Wells, you know. Right generation it's you know we're we're ready we want answers and the thing is ufo reports are being um you know it it it, it's climbing it's you know it's everybody has seen you know a ufo at some point in their life well that's yeah a lot a lot of people report them i mean 
as I told you, I'm like, I've, I've, I have no, I have experienced something like that. I didn't, I may never have been picked up or made contact or anything, but I've, I've seen shit that's well, just, there's no way that can be described as an aircraft. Of well, and I sent you a, a video of, you know, what I caught. It was two years ago, raining night I was yeah. out on my balcony and I was like, what the fuck is that? It was weird too, how it just, it zips around. Right. Nothing we have can do this really quick. Like that's just weird. Yeah. And they all, they all describe that. I mean, even the story about the, what is it? It's, um, it's a military. So it's, you know, they're uh, an aircraft. They're basically doing a training, a training session. Mm-hmm. The two pilots make contact with something in the sky. They're like, uh, we see something. It's zipping around. We don't know if that's us. What? And they can't, they, for whatever reason, can't get in contact with our people. Right. They're like cut off and like, what the fuck? And it's flying past them. It's doing things they've never seen before. And it freaks them the fuck out, which, mind you, these are people that they're not supposed to be afraid of anything. They're trained to deal with this stuff. This scares the shit out of them. And then it just disappears when they're trying to chase it. It's just gone completely. Well, there's a case in, uh, what was it, uh, Wyoming, where a uh, UFO came over a um, nuclear missile silo and was able to disable right all the electronics and was able to um set the missile ready to be launched without Mm -hmm. any codes and then everything was set to normal and it zoomed off and uh that happens all over the world russia's had the case the same case um other countries have had the same experiences oh yeah you know, it, I, you know, tell you the truth, I think it's uh, more or less them coming out here saying, you have nukes and you're about ready to destroy you get yourselves. Yeah, why would we, you know, why would we give you anything? Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I just, I believe we're, we're too dumb to be. <laughs> we're very stupid. With them. And yeah, like, yeah so there's we're another. We're a waste of time to them. Right. But we're They're here to them. just kind of, you know, watch us. And I, I think they're actually around to kind of guide us as well to say hey what you're doing right now is stupid <laughs> i used to always wonder that because of, i know how dumb this is going to sound but i used to think about like what if there was a reason for all these sightings and then one day i just clicked i thought well what if it's to warn us about something that had happened to them we're ro- we're, we're self-destructive man well ironically i'm watching a movie called arrival did you ever see this fucking movie yeah well, it made me think of that. I was like, was wow, it Charlie I, Sheen? No, no, it's the what year was it? 2015. It's Jeremy okay. Renner and somebody else, but basically, no, I haven't seen that one. Well, this one, yeah. it's basically about a, a a woman that she specializes in uh languages that are forgotten. And she, oh, gets, oh okay, okay, yes, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, she gets yes. called upon to go to the ship, and you find out yep. they're from the future telling them. If you guys don't get your shit together, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And I always wondered that, like, what if there's a reason we're being visited because of something that could have happened to them or something that we just don't know that they know? No, I, I believe they're trying to warn us, man, to tell you the right. truth. Right, because we're, we're really not that smart. We're, we're science experiments are not experiment, 
experiments, but uh, we're science specimens because they're going to study us. Yeah. We're different than them. Um, but I also feel that they are trying to tell us that we're going to end up destroying ourselves. Right, which I can and see. Yeah, they're trying to, you know, kind of steer that or steer us clear of that. Well, look um, at how we are politically. I mean, we're so divided. Oh, it's so stupid. Our right own, now. we're our own blood, our own type of people. We're against each other. We're fighting our own species to survive, and I don't understand that. Yeah, that's what's weird to me. Like, I don't believe we'll ever achieve world peace just because of the fact that you can't change people that hate. You can try to convince them, but forcing them to think a certain way isn't good. It's evil. So I mean, it and that's yeah, that's where the government fails. Because, right. you know, government in it, in and of itself, it's control. Yeah, exactly. And we as a species, we don't, we don't, uh, you know, we don't, you know, we're not fans of control. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I don't but know. I think that's why they're different too. I mean, I always found it interesting that these beings are not only probably smarter than us but no oh, well they are <laughs> they have technology that again hg wells of course he probably thought of this but it had to have come from somewhere he didn't just sit in his room and think i gotta write a story about some shit that i saw in the sky like he probably believed that he saw something in the sky sure i mean everything comes from somewhere I just don't buy that somebody has the imagination to make that up and it becomes the basis for what we believe is an alien, which by the way, I forgot to mention this. I don't know if you guys have found this uh, during research, but with Betty and Barney Hill, the description they give of the greys is actually the first ever description. That is where we associate the big head, the big eyes. It it came from them. They're the very first ones to just like Coke invented the image of Santa that's a weird that's a weird thought. Austin, did you know that shit? Yeah, the rest why he wears a red suit. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't know that till my dad told me. I didn't believe it. And I had to like do the most millennial thing in the world and Google it. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, it's true. He's not lying. Oh, but it yeah, man. it's the same with Betty and Barney Hill, is they're the reason we have the typical alien with the big ass eyes and the big head. So I mean but you also have to understand that, um, you know, even the people that don't know the Betty and Barney Hill story, they still describe the greys. Oh, so yeah. that also almost every other case. Yeah, right. So they may not have, you know, um, intimate knowledge. Right. Um, they still describe the greys the same way. Well, and- so, I mean, without even knowing the story or the description and all that stuff. I mean, right. there's independent people that actually come out and say, hey, you know, yeah, they even kids, you know, without having knowledge or even know anything about it, they said, hey, yeah, I've seen this. Oh, yeah. You remember um, there's a, so I know how weird this is going to sound, but there's this movie that came out a while back called Dark Skies. Um, the director of that movie had said that he did research and found, interestingly enough, that a lot of children that claim to have come in contact with another being actually drew this shit out, like at young ages. 
And what they drew was pretty much in line with the grays, but they're little kids that had never seen an alien movie. The parents weren't filling their heads with that shit. And they're ironic, you know, they're weird cases, but these kids are drawing this out. Mm -hmm. So where does that come from? You know, that's the weirdest thing ever. And he thought that's actually a great idea for a movie is what we associate aliens as the grays. And they classify him in that movie as the grays as well. But yeah, it was, yep. It was, it's a little weird. Um, shit, I wish we can continue, but I actually have to, <laughs> I have to book. My kid is sick. Um, oh, no. Yeah, she's got a cold. She's, she's been sick the last two days. I've been sick for the last week. Somebody around here is patient zero. And when I find out, I swear to God. But aliens, <laughs> aliens, <laughs> aliens. I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. Aliens I love gave those. us COVID nineteen. I love those memes. That see, those memes are why I watched that show because I had never actually seen a single episode of it until that meme came out. And I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch this. And of course, I have Discovery Go, and it has every freaking season. So, yep, that's where I invested some time. <laughs> but thanks, Joe. I really appreciate appreciate you being on, man. This was. Yeah, absolutely. This was fun. We're going to have to do it again. Um, well, whenever you guys want to talk about paranormal stuff, um, oh, hell yeah. ghost hunting, whatever, um, UFOs, Bigfoot, whatever, I'm your guys. So, Oh, yeah, 100%. Austin. Yeah. Austin's a different cat, but he's definitely willing to sit there and listen to us and then laugh about it later. Well, Austin, but... if you don't believe in ghosts, I have plenty of uh, evidence to show you. So. Oh, no, Austin believes in ghosts. Okay. Well, yeah, no, no, Austin does because of an experience, but <laughs> aside from that. I'm looking forward to hearing about that, so. Yeah, we'll have to do that in the next time. Austin's story is actually pretty amazing. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. Austin, as always, I had fun, man. I will see you the next time, and Joe, we'll see you soon in the future. I, again, I oh, really and, appreciate and, it, And man. before you close out, yes. I'm not trying to minimize anybody's beliefs by making jokes. The, um, Here it comes. That's that dude's mustache freaking rocked and it was awesome. <laughs> and I had to make jokes about it the whole time because all right, it, mustache, you know, it, it has to go. It's, it, it had its time. It's, it's no, no time to shave it. The mustache must stay forever. Oh, you know what? It reminds me of was those guys that go wore the fucking macho man <laughs> shades back in those days. Oh yeah. They had that mustache too. My dad yeah. had that mustache at one freaking point. Burt Reynolds, baby. <laughs> Burr Reynolds. <laughs> oh, Burr Reynolds, man. The most famous mustache ever. And oh, the yeah. pussy duster. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. All right. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>